0: Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller.
1: Welcome, everyone. So happy you're listening in today or tonight, (laughs) wherever you are from. Um, Today, we're going to talk about uh, competition and uh, competition to synergy and competition. Good morning, Margaret. Good morning. (laughs) Competition. This is a great conversation, you know, because the competition is a part of reality, right? And it's actually economically, it has some really good uh, things about it, right? More competition can keep prices down and make it more available for us. Um, But there's also a downside to competition as well. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, competition for all of us, you know, I grew up in the corporate world and worked for decades in the corporate environment, and it's all about competition, right? And for the longest, longest time, what they would do is they'd focus on our weaknesses, right? So the idea was, we all have weaknesses, we need to develop our weaknesses. And later in life, there was another approach through something called Strengths Finders. Uh, it's developed by the Gallup, the Gallup poll, based on the Gallup poll. Brilliant. You take this quiz and it spits out your, your top gifts. And I loved learning about that because all of a sudden, now the focus is okay, what are my top gifts and what are your top gifts? And how can we utilize those instead of the weaknesses? It was such a positive twist that I really liked that approach. But competition between people, there's a lot of ups and downs, a lot of over and under energy, a lot to talk about here. Margaret, what what do you want to say about it?
2: Wow. Well, since we just dived right in. Right in. You know me. (laughs) We're going to dive right in, man. Let's get through (laughs) it.
1: My bottom liner personality is coming out.
2: <laughs> That's right. I know. I get it. So, so how I was looking at this, or what I was contemplating as as uh, I was preparing uh, for this today, is is you know how this is part of the um, consciousness that has been on the planet for. Um, you know thousands of years right now and it's part of the hierarchical structure right that that we have um been living with for millennia and and it's it's um really interesting to me to feel that yeah yes like you said i mean there are there are some things that that seem to be positive or that are positive about um, competition and but look at where we are and you know look at where we are collectively as humanity and is has that really served us and what has it ultimately led to right the competition and the and the um you know sort of sort of the every every person for themselves kind of mentality, right. You know, where, where we really want to be the individual and, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know, and to stand out and to, and to achieve things on our own. But, but basically, you know, sort of the end result of that is pointing us, pointing out to us that it really doesn't work. Like it's much more, um, tenable for us to be in cooperation with each other rather than to be in comp- competition with each other. And if we, you know, if when we experience that, when we uh, get to come to a place where we are in cooperation, we we feel the difference between that. Well, I guess I had something to say <laughs> to start. Well, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, you know, competition is such an interesting topic because in sports, it's, it's revered, right? And it's so fun to watch. How, and you have individual games like um, golf. That's more of an individual game, right? And it's really fun to watch sometimes the, the last, you know, nine holes in a tournament and mm-hmm. how the competition drives something within the individual to perform better, and then, and then they end up succeeding. So that that's when it's really a beautiful thing. We also have watched team sports where competition is between the teams. And if you have one or two uh, people, like in basketball, two basketball players that are competing against their own team, the, only, uh, the other people in their team, they're gonna fight against each other and the outcome isn't as effective as if they work as a team and utilize again their strengths. And to, you know, to win over the other teams. So there's that kind of competition. But what I hear you talking about is oftentimes when we talk about competition, it comes down to um, money or you can look at it as an energy exchange, Mm -hmm. but sometimes because it's driven by ego ego of the ego of the structure of the organization or of the system or whatever it is, then it doesn't, there's no consideration for um, what I just want to get what I can. And there's no consideration for what am I giving to get what I can Mm -hmm.
2: and how is that faring as a whole, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. Right. And it, you know, it's, it's such a it's such a deep topic and there's so many there's so many different layers of it and i was uh you know this is um the conversation that we're having we're we're basing it um around the 45th gene key um that you, Those of you who've listened to us for a while, we we talk about um, Richard Red and the Gene Keys very often. And this 45th Gene Key, the, the actual, the name for the shadow is dominance. The name for the gift is... Synergy and the name for the city is communion. And when we, when we, you know, come back to that, when we start with the shadow of dominance, uh, we we use the word competition because basically that's what, you know, results out of that energy of dominance, right? And uh, what that's based on in our, in the human being, right? That shadow is is our requirement for food right it comes down to survival right and and who who has the control you know it used to be especially who has control of the food has control of uh, you know is is on top (laughs) right and has and has the power and and now it's you know it's more about who has the wealth who has the most money has the power so to speak and and so so it's that's underlying this competition when we look at it you know sort of in the uh in the big picture of humanity
1: that's right because you just touched on ownership Mm -hmm. right what i own versus what you own Mm -hmm. and i can't help but think also that this what's included in this is entitlement um, I think there there's energy of entitlement in all of this too. Because the more I own, the more I want to own, the more I feel entitled to own that. And you know, doesn't matter what you want, I'm entitled to own what I own. I've worked hard for it. Blah 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 blah. So I think entitlement is a piece of this too. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the, the I Ching, uh, which which the Keys is based on as well as the I Ching which is considered the book of change and is just, you know, thousands of years old. It's called gathering together. And that's exactly what we're talking about here is going from competition or I operate alone. And it's me against you to working together in communion with synergy. Mm hmm. Right. And, and to do that, it takes an, an, ama- an amazing amount of trust. So trust is another interesting part of this conversation.
2: Oh, it's a huge part of this conversation. So so I, I just noticed, like when you when you got to the sort of the end of that um, explanation, I, I I felt myself getting uncomfortable because I realized that that it's like this is it's so deeply ingrained within us like i i'm even relating it to this um you know coming from a large family sort of the competition between siblings right like we have this like at least in 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 my experience i was the youngest of six so i it, you know there was this there was a competition for attention for for my parents you know or for you know for everything <laughs> there was a the competition and and so And so it's like, how, how do we, and I noticed, you know, growing up and, and as I matured, um, you know, that there, there was uh, an ability that started to develop. And, and, you know, as I've grown older has, has blossomed that I can share with them and I can be in a, in a more synergistic kind of a relationship. We can work together, but but not as children really we didn't no and
1: and it was the same for me i had an older brother and a younger brother and and uh, my dad was was super fun to be with you know and of course dad would take the boys a lot to go do things and i got left out of that right so that created in my younger years that created a really interesting thing when i was in a threesome Right. When there, I was part of three people, doesn't matter if it's my family or outside of my family with friends, I would automatically start separating myself from them out of protection yeah. because I got left behind a lot, you know, and that's right. So that's those are the old wounds that we have to grapple with, of course, and learn about and, and so that we can move into trusting ourselves. Mm -hmm. and begin to trusting others when appropriate. And I'm going to say when appropriate because, you know, we all know about human nature and there are times, there's such a flow here. I keep, I I want to go back to the whole yin and yang energy thing because everything is about balance everywhere in this existence, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the Tao, this I Ching, it's based on yin and yang energy. And one, one has maybe a dark energy and what has a light energy and we need to flow between them. We're always flowing between them. All of our energy fields are, are always in motion and dynamic and movement. We're never in just one place. So it's exactly the same. I think I feel with this idea of, of um, trusting
2: mm-hmm.
1: to the point where, you know, we don't feel we need to go into a dominant behavior or knowing when we do need to go into a dominant behavior, but then being able to dance with that and understand what it is we're trying to work toward.
2: Yeah, and you know, in order to be able to do that, like you were alluding to here, is is that we have to have a certain amount of self-esteem and self-assurance, right? We have to have developed that in order for us to be able to, to really trust ourselves first and then be able to trust others and so it's like that's um it's reminding me of um something I've been reading I've been preparing to um go into the the pearl sequence in the gene keys which is about our our uh work in the world and our prosperity and and, and uh the the first part of that is about um individuation, like really, and this is, this is what the whole, the whole gene keys approach, uh, to understanding ourselves is about that individuation and how once we really know ourselves and feel the strength of our aloneness and our, our uniqueness and and all of those things, then we can come together and contribute to the whole in this, uh, in a, in a, in a much more, uh, harmonious way. Whereas if we are not self-assured and we don't know who we are, we are going to be less trusting of others because we're not even trusting of ourselves. And that's kind of what I heard you saying there. Yes, it's it's really
1: so steeped in first chakra energy, which is about feeling safe and secure in the world. It's about our tribe, our, our community, right? And, um, and when we aren't feeling safe and secure, when we're feeling insecurity, um, it becomes very stressful. And I think when we move into stress, everything changes and we, it's easier to move into that dominant or competitive behavior. So yeah, well said, Margaret.
2: Yeah. Okay. Let's go ahead and take our first break and and dive more farther into this. When we come back, you're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. We're Mystic Margaritas on Inspired Choices Network.
0: Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with a mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com.
1: Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver?
0: email, become a host at inspirechoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Margaritas at gmail.com. Now back to the program.
1: back everyone this is march bowen margaret um, you know this as i sit here and think about the first chakra you know it's also about our health it's about trust it's about money too right um feeling safe and secure so that we can go out there and produce what we need um it's also that um the dysfunctional archetype of first chakra is victim energy which is no power versus another energy, which is the nurturing energy. And so, you know, because trust is such an important part of this um feeling safe and secure, we n- not only being able to trust ourselves, trust our body, you know, trust our abilities, um, we also need to be able to trust others. And so I'm I've been reading a book called Daring to Trust, Opening Ourselves to Real Love and Intimacy by David Riccio. And um he says that we give it, it, there are five A's to giving and receiving trust. and the A's are attention, acceptance, appreciation, affection, and allowing. And I really love that because you hear all the, you hear the the movement, the, the possibility. In those five A's and doing that with ourselves, having attention, giving ourselves attention and accepting ourselves and appreciating ourselves and uh, getting the affection we need and allowing, you know, allowing our journey, our, our lessons, our mistakes, our everything. And then doing that for others.
2: I love that. Those are beautiful A's. I have another list of A's, but they have to do with food and they are artichokes. uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Artichokes, asparagus, and avocados. <laughs> I love those too. <laughs> those are the A team. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> Very funny. You go.
1: Yeah, and then and then he also says, and I really like this, that that another indication that we trust is that we can face disappointments and frustrations with that. Becoming deep to that energy again, right? Of going, you know, am I have I gone too far in the over energy realm, or have I gone too far in the under energy realm? Withdrawal, depression, whatever that is, mm-hmm. um, rather than staying grounded and being able to to deal with what I need to deal with, mm-hmm. without blame and judgment and all of that.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, so as we are, you know, as we are allowing and appreciating and utilizing that, you know, accepting we are um, we're in a place that is it's interesting because you were talking about it, its intimacy but it, it brings us into a place that is less personal. It's like, um, the, the four agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz, you know, of not taking anything personally, always doing your best. And, um, um, what's the, oh gosh, ah, I got myself caught. <laughs> I, I can't remember them all right now. Um, but, but basically that's, the one that I being impe- be impeccable with your word. Right. Okay. Thank you, Jen, for the help. <laughs> and there's one more. So yeah. uh, any, anyway, so there's w- along with that, like recognizing that if if we are if we're really trusting in ourselves and who we are and we really have that level of self assurance and self esteem, always do your best. Don't make assumptions, right? Those are the ones. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for the support team. (laughs) I really appreciate it. You know, this is, this is how we do this together. Right. And, um, so, so, but when we realize that, that we, when we have that self assurance, then really, we don't take things personally. And in that not taking it personally, we actually are able to develop the intimacy because it's not, we're not like we're not guarded and we're not looking for everything that they're doing to be some sort of assault on us or, or a competition towards us. Right.
1: It's funny that you say that because in the I Ching, they talk a lot about poison arrows, <laughs> because those kinds of thoughts create a poison arrow, either directed at someone else, to, or it's coming from someone else at myself, or I'm directing it to myself. Mm-hmm. And it's very non productive energy, of course. Mm-hmm. I love that don't make assumptions. Assumptions. That, that is huge. And it, it makes me think of uh, cognitive errors that exist because we can trip ourselves up in our own thinking. And one way we do that is by thinking incorrectly. And um, there, are se- there, are, there are several cognitive errors, but not making assumptions, you know, is like I might take something that someone says and I'm going to assume that they meant this when I really don't know that and Mm -hmm. then another cognitive error is that i'm going to start blowing that way out of proportion globalizing it's called i start globalizing it and then another cognitive error is that i minimize so i minimize if they do something nice for me i don't really take that in i minimize that or if i do something nice for myself or if someone gives me a compliment i minimize that So there's all these really interesting ways that we stop art that we get tripped up in our thinking, um, that can get in the way and create scarcity and insecurity and keep us from moving in the direction we want to away from uh, dominance and competition.
2: Mm Hmm. Mm Hmm. So, so it also that also kind of reminds me of the of the idea that you know like when we're when you are uh, mentoring someone and, or, you know, you, you, you are a master, there's a masters out there and how, how do we really determine, uh, mastery? Is it, is it someone who, uh, has the most students or is it someone who has, uh, the, has, um, helped produce the most masters? Right. And and there's there's this energy in there that that means that in that mastery, you have to have allowed for the potential for someone to be better than you, to bring them along to such a a degree and to allow for their magnificence to outshine you. Right. And so that's do that I cannot be an ego (laughs) That's, that's right and and so okay that's the other part of that I was really uh hoping to not forget about the that what you were talking about when about the ego and and um the theory you that I've talked about before on several shows um uh that that is is basically synergy in in business, it's talking about synergy and organizations. Um, and it's, it has its own, um, you know, uh, method of, of achieving that synergy uh, talks about uh, the ego system awareness, which is, you know, the current structure in business and most organizations and, and governments and so forth, and versus the ecosystem awareness where everything in the environment is working together towards some common goal.
1: Yes. And it's really nice. We see that. We see that in the marketplace more than we used to, you know, these businesses that pop up that are helping, you know, you, you buy these products that are made by, people in another country and then the money goes to them and furthers their lives and and it's a win-win for everyone right and to to see that going on is really such a beautiful thing we need more of that of course you know because I think a lot of times um, this ego that takes place in structures I mean you can you can think uh, for example the medical structure you know and and maybe doctors that don't listen to uh, the parents of a child, you know, that the mother intuitively or not intuitively from living with the child day to day sees the changes and understands there's something significant going on here, but the doctors might see it from their point of view and it leaves out a certain amount of information. Right. And so it's limiting. And so, um, that's where I think we need to lean more toward this idea that everyone has something to contribute. Everyone has the strengths they see the world through and to remain open to
2: those can benefit us all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so, so by, by finding out what our own individual strengths are, there's this, uh, There's this self, the self-assurance again, that comes in where we go, oh, these are, these are mine and, and somebody else has something similar, but it's not exactly the same flavor. And we could probably mix our energy together and make something even better, right? Because that's, you know, that's the, the whole idea that the, the, um, uh, the outcome is greater than the sum of of the parts. Right. And, and so, so you can, we can start to um, build something in cooperation. I'm I'm thinking about also um, uh, there is a, the online uh, wellness and yoga platform that I teach on right now is called Vivaya live. I want to just, you know, give a shout out to them because they're, they're use utilizing these principles that, that, you know, it's, it's uh, a collaboration of seekers and guides and the, you know, the guides are taking classes from each other and learning for each from each other. And, um, you know, we're starting to collaborate more as we're learning how to, to not be in competition and just be, you know, sharing our, our gifts and, and the seekers come in and, you know, take classes from the various guides. And we we're we're, practicing uplifting each other. And, uh, you know, it's it's so far so good. It's really a beautiful um, platform. And like you said, there's a lot more of this happening. And boy, we can really use, use more of it. <laughs> and
1: i you know i was impressed with Tr- inspired choices network right when you and i talked about doing these broadcasts because a the name is great and b uh, the idea is giving voice to people who have these incredible gifts but they don't may may not have a platform to share their ideas and so then they they're able to share and then listeners are able to take advantage of that so it really is a beautiful um it is a beautiful thing and, and just really a privilege to be a part of. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And that, that is why we're here, right? Because it's, that's what it resonated with is we knew for sure uh, that that would be what was being uplifted is all of our gifts and talents and resources exactly so yummy okay it looks like we're at another break already i can't believe that but it seems to be true so you are listening to marge bowen and margaret miller on inspired choices network we are mystic margaritas and
0: we'll be right back have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is dancing with a mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margaritas show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Margaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
1: Oh, we're so happy you're back with this as we explore this amazing conversation about competition, dominance, and how we move to synergy. Um, I'd like to stay in the competition and dominance realm for just a minute, because I really feel strongly about this conversation about uh, an energy exchange. And, you know, because there's a lot, again, I, I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of entitlement out there in the world. And, you know, it leaves out this conversation, this energy of give give and receive and give and receive if we take too much from nature you know we lose in the long run right because we depend on nature but if you think of it in terms of really your day-to-day activity and what you choose to spend money on or take advantage of I think there can be a dominance or a competition in I want this much from you but I don't want to give this much in return Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and it's just an in and that's where the entitlement comes in i think and um i just think it's a it's an important concept to get you know for people to really understand that um when i want something from you what can i offer in exchange that seems you know fair and valuable to both of us not
2: just one over the other mm-hmm yeah that's a potent conversation and that's a potent idea it's like uh what came up in my awareness was the the teachings around um well it's it's really basically around the the chinupa the sacred pipe and it's like it's it's offer the that's teaching the concept of offer and receive and it's saying that you want to open your hands quickly to offer right you want to open them quickly and close them slowly like don't grasp onto things right like be willing to just offer and then receive, but not hang on to, right? And 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 so um, this this is there's another idea in there that that really s- speaks to me, and that is that what are we spending our money on, right? And when we are when we are not um, You know in a a synergistic when we're we're just thinking about ourselves then then we are going to spend our money on whatever is um inflating to our ego basically i think you know i think that's what happens is like this is going to make me feel better so i want this right instead of how can what can i offer to uh humanity and then look what happens Look what happens look what i receive back if i just open up and and offer my gifts to humanity there's a whole different uh ball game right when we do that and what am i willing to what do i want once i have something once i have money do how do i want to spend that do i want to spend it uh on myself or do i want to like pay it forward to somebody else's business, to that, that, that I see them doing this beautiful work in the world. Those are, you know, that, who do I want to uh, give my money to? How do I want that flow to, to uh, continue? Yeah. And I
1: think that's a really important mindfulness place to be is how do I want this flow to happen? Mm -hmm. how do I want this flow to happen? And, you know, when I have clients in my office and, you know, we, we get into this energy of give and take. um, Oftentimes it's in relationship, but it, it can be anywhere in life. And I'll, I'll muscle test, you know, I'll literally say, okay, here, you, you give this to me, you give this to me, and then I'll muscle test it, you know, and oftentimes it's strong. Sometimes the muscle goes weak. And what that means to me is that there's a stress on giving or, receiving, right? But when I take something and say, this is a precious gift, I'm going to give that to you. And they take it and I muscle test. Oftentimes, it will unlock. So I just think it speaks to the interesting energy dynamic that can happen when we give and we receive. And how important that flow is for all of us to keep in the, you know, in our mind and make sure that we do have integrity with that flow.
2: Yeah. Yes. The, and the integrity is, that's the, that's the key, right? At, and because there's a, there's a, a frequential difference <laughs> like my word. That's a good word. Yeah, it's not that's- my word, but it's a great word, uh, between give and receive and offer and receive or give and take okay so give and take let me start with that one give and take that the frequency if you just feel that there's something off right Mm -hmm. and it's in the more in the take part Mm because it's not that's not receiving that's taking right right? and Uh, then then, sounds like entitlement right and then right and then we have the give and receive and The receive part of it is, is good, but the give part of it is what has the lower frequency because there's a, a give when we give something, there's the idea or just the shadow of this expectation of receiving, but when we offer, there's no expectation of receiving. It's just an offering here. This is what I have to offer. You can take it, you can receive it or not. Right. And it doesn't, it doesn't, that doesn't even have any expectation of receiving anything in return. And so that's, that's when we, then we, when we are able to do that, then we're in the flow. Then we are, um, we have moved out of competition and into synergy
1: that is really a beautiful distinction because because that expectation that might be set if i give you something that is very manipulative so so what it means is that i am dominating in that moment i'm dominating right yes. and because i have a i have an expectation on what i want in return and um, it it's not a it's not a clean energy Right. So I love the distinction and and offering something without expectation. And that is a higher frequency, as you say. It's a beautiful thing. Mm
2: -hmm. So. So there's I'm not sure how this exactly fits in, but when I'm thinking about um, you know, how, how we choose to spend our energy, spend our money, for instance. Right. And how, you know, when we, when we are looking at it uh, from what's going to be, what's going to be like the most uplifting to the most, right? Like what if we were to, what if we were all to do that? What if we were to look at what would be the most beneficial use of my resources for, the benefit of all i mean you know that's sort of the utopian concept maybe but but really what if we were to consider that well in terms of energy margaret i think that that is one thing having
1: learned all that i have about energy and worked in it for so many years that i've really got gotten right i've really understand that that i can have a negative outlook Of the world or of a group of people or of a structure i can have a negative outlook of that or i can that's affecting me a certain way right that energy is affecting me those thoughts or i can have a more positive outlook and have something good be be in gratitude really For these structures or this way or you know these people or money i can be in gratitude for money even when i you know when i offer it i can be in gratitude that i'm able to offer it as well as you know receiving things and having that positive outlook on humanity and you know the future and progression and what and our gifts and what we can offer the world i think is just such an important to me, it's an important, um, it's an important tool to have in managing my own energy.
2: hmm Yeah, it is. And, and so as we, as, as we understand that, and as we get to, um, as we start thinking about that and start spending our, our energy in more productive ways, in, in the ways that do benefit more, then we start to receive that or, or, or live in a more harmonious state. Um, I, I noticed that in, in a lot of different areas in my work with people also, where it's, it's just like, oh my goodness, the harmony that starts to happen when we, when we recognize that we are Benefiting more than just ourselves, or or and that and that really that's our intention is to benefit someone else, and um, then then we it, we we are um, uplifted and harmonized, and we are. I'm um, I, I, I'm trying to come to this this idea that I haven't quite uh it hasn't quite really solidified but it's like when we recognize that then then it comes back to that it's not personal you know even even our own life here on this planet has an impersonal aspect that that is about what our contribution is rather than you know who I am you know I'm I'm this awesome you know, whatever person, you know, doing this healing work or, or whatever it is. But, but here is my offering and that is the contribution and watch it unfold and watch it ripple out into the world. That's a beautiful thing. And therein lies communion
1: because that, like you said earlier, you know, that, that's what keeps us, that's what helps us keep that intimacy, that, that belonging, you know to something greater than
2: ourselves the Mm -hmm. collective
1: whole yeah
2: okay so when we come back from break let's uh let's dive into that that part of this topic great okay you're listening to marge bowen and margaret miller on inspired choices network we're mystic margaritas
0: have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspirechoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
1: Here, back with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. So I think it's kind of fun to think about this in terms of the body, right? Think about dominance, think about synergy in terms of our physical function. Uh, And there is dominance. Sometimes we refer to the right brain dominant, or I'm right-handed, right? Right hand, right side dominant or whatever it is. So there are, there are those dominant patterns in our body. But of course, ultimately, when it comes to healing, we need to create more synergy within our body. In other words, have our body have all of their individual functions functioning well and together.
2: To create health. Mm. Okay. I like this idea because we can look at our selves as our bodies, as this one body, this individual body, right? Or we can look at the ourselves as this incredible cooperative uh, collaboration of molecules and cells right that are all intelligent working together in this incredible uh communion right is that what you're saying i think that's I, well
1: yes because you've just gone beyond keeping it in the physical body to expanding that outside of the physical body too, of course, which is our energy, you know, because we're all electromagnetic, biochemical, electromagnetic, that's how the world operates electromagnetically. And so, you know, we're affected by things that are hundreds of miles away like cell phone towers, right? We can be affected by those because they they radiate an energy, and we can that can have an effect on us. As can Earth. There's something called geopathic stress, where there's energies under the Earth, and not everywhere, but sometimes in places, some people can be very affected by geopathic stress, right? So we cannot separate ourselves from any group, of course, um, including the whole. Moon cycle and you know universal energies that we inter that we interplay with all of the time constantly. I think I love having that. I love having that knowledge and that point of view. It makes it so powerful
2: to look outside of yourself. Then, right, right. Well, I was very happy that you brought the planets into into play here <laughs> because right because okay. each of those each of those planetary bodies right affects us and, and has an effect on the whole. And so, so here we are, I mean, we're, we're in communion, whether we know it or not, we are, we are in that. And we are collectively, consciously. So, you know, if you
1: think that um, a group of people in another part of the world who has maybe a negative uh, view of the world and then negative, therefore negative harmful actions. If you think that that doesn't affect us, it certainly does because it can't help but affect the whole again. So that takes me back to what, what are my own, what energy am I creating for myself and for those around me? Mm-hmm. what am I putting out there? Because it does matter.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah, it does. It is that harmony that you were talking about? It's a beautiful word, harmony. It is a beautiful word. And it's a it's a beautiful state of being when we when we recognize that what you just said that we, you know, that the energy that we put out there matters, <laughs> it turns to matter, the energy that we put out there matters. And, and so we once we become the stewards of that and really care about it and recognize that we're not separate from the whole not not only are we affecting the you know people on the other side of the world by our actions uh but we are those people on the other side of the world being affected by our actions like that we're not separate from that at all something something beautiful starts to occur. And that is that is our, uh, we come out of victimization, right? Because all of the shadows, right? All of our shadows are, are different ways of looking at victimization right. and all of the gifts and cities are ways of looking at, uh, freedom really.
1: And freedom through our uniqueness, I think. Really celebrating what we offer, yeah, a world, which is far more than we think. Yeah, it's just far more
2: than we think. It it sounds like a it sounds like a dichotomy, but it's not right. That because you just saw, you know said freedom through uniqueness, and we were just talking about communion and no separation. But it's it, it is it's like the individual cell in the body, uh, the particular type of cell, does a particular job. And with if it doesn't do its job, then then it's not, you know, contributing in a positive manner to the whole.
1: That's right. And I think of it in terms of the chakra system. It's kind of I like to, to share this with people because, you know, we're trying to increase our light, our frequency, right? Our purest frequency or light. And so the crown chakra is about knowing who we are and being able to live that out in the world. So when I am able to really um, resonate with my gifts and abilities and I express that beauty out in the world, I, I, I benefit for sure, but so does everyone else.
2: Mm-hmm. and
1: so therein lies you know the trick let's be the best part of ourselves let's bring our best to the world because it matters and when we encourage others to be their best self and bring their best self out into the world
2: now synergistically we're creating something really beautiful together yeah, yeah. and that just i just glanced down um reminded me of this this quote and this is a richard Red quote um he says Philanthropy is not a privilege of the wealthy, but a requirement of the healthy, right? <laughs> and I just love that because it's like, you know, the same thing that you're saying. It's like when we are able to give the best of ourselves and and we're doing that freely and with with abandon, then then, you know, what comes back to us is this incredible feedback of, of, of well-being and, and health and, uh, joy, really joy Joy in life. Yeah. Yes. And peace (laughs) and harmony. Amen. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yummy. That's so good. I like this conversation. A great note to end on too. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is. So, so then where next
1: my goodness well i'm going to seattle next (laughs) that's that's in my face margaret so that's my
2: next (laughs) i know well don't leave yet (laughs) all right i have to stick around for 24 hours anyway (laughs) okay (laughs) all right so so i'm trying to remember what our next topic is our next week show do you have that handy nope okay nope. well we're going to talk about something awesome next week oh yeah. vanity to purity through the path of discrimination oh yeah i remember this okay so thanks for joining us and have a beautiful rest of the week have a great one everyone.
0: thank you for choosing to listen to the mystic margarita show Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.